everybody thank you for joining us again live on twitch we're here for another uh edition of pat's interference a little shorter podcast we're gonna yeah. talk some bowls today we're gonna talk some heisman abbreviated abbreviated um, pod but before we get into that let's introduce ourselves to first time watchers and listeners mm-hmm. pat's interference podcast college football we love that stuff man yeah i like it <laughs> we're kind of into this man um it was a good weekend. You yeah. started a new job today, though. I did start a well, new job. Well, I guess job. technically yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Drake May is out. Patrick Norwood's in. That's it. That's, That's what crazy. happened. He, uh, yeah. So you you tell us what you're doing. Uh, photo and video for the business school. At? Well, I guess you kind of alluded to UNC, it. UNC. Kanan Flagler. Yeah. Uh, but no, excited. Everybody there so far has been super, super nice and kind and... Co-workers with Mary Caroline Sharp, dude. That's, I mean, that's that's the dream. Does it get any better than this? this? Is a, I mean, this is so, so far probably been the best two days of your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but it, no, it's been great. I'm, I'm really, really excited. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just get along, go along, man. Hopefully, we, we get some new listeners out of it. Uh, nothing new with me. I'm working the same job, so we can just kind of start talking college football. Um, let's get into it. I'm gonna go ahead and we we like to play NCAA football while we do our podcast. So I'm yep. gonna get that booted up. We uh, are. If this is your first time watching, we're a year two offensive coordinator at Alabama. We were an offensive coordinator at UAB before this under the Dilfer regime. And we had a pretty good season, and now we're at Alabama. We're undefeated so far. Um, is there anything, any window dressing we need to do before we get into the bowls? Do we want to do Heisman yeah. first, or do we want to do bowls first? I say let's, let's do Saturday, and let's start with Army-Navy, which I know you weren't, you I were I didn't busy. watch a bunch of that, so I'll, You're I'll, busy. I'll let you, I'll let you Really, that. just the last three minutes of that game were insane. It was a typical Army-Navy game, and, uh, you know, it, uh, Army had a lead with uh, a, a pretty substantial lead with about five minutes left, and then Navy decided to start running a two-minute offense and throwing the ball. It looked like the Bills. You know, the Bills have just done that nonstop for the last two or three years. Right. It's kind of what it looks like. Um, goal line stand in the game is a great game. I'm, uh, one thing that I want to mention that I'm kind of getting annoyed with is we talk about college football rivalries so often, and we talk about Michigan, Ohio State, and Auburn, and Alabama, and, you know, uh, everything across the board. UCF, USF, right. these great right. rivalries. Uh, but then we never really talk about Army-Navy in that same vein. Mm-hmm. That is a Super Bowl. It's a lot of the, the and I, I didn't watch it this weekend for other reasons, but the spectacle that goes into it, yeah. it's everything college football. Yeah, right, right. It, it's, it's, and it's, it's also always a really good game it's, too. it's always those, la- those dudes like kind of last memory before life gets super, super real for them, mm-hmm. right? And like that's always a cool thing to see and singing the alma maters afterward are just, that's an incredible moment regardless of who wins. My grandfather served in the Navy. I always pull for Navy. Um, yes, I always go you for know, Navy. But I always try and make it a point to watch the Navy blue and gold after the game, win or loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of his favorite parts. That's one of my dad's favorite parts. Um, so, yeah, man. I, I mean, it was, it was, it was really cool. Um, it was a good game. And then we rolled into the, uh, the Heisman voting on Saturday, or the Heisman reveal, I should say. Great pass. Wow, Tennessee is just terrible at football. Who could have ever seen that coming? Um, Easy, Tutter. Great job, Coach. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I, I, I think the Heisman voting went about how we expected. Yeah. Right, going into Saturday, um, Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman. He had an unbelievable season, put up ridiculous numbers. I thought you brought up a very that was really funny. I thought you brought up a very good point though on Saturday, and I want you to kind of get into that before we uh, 
our it's scrolling at the bottom, but your top six. Um, we did six because Jalen Milrow finished six. I don't know what you're talking about. We did six because <laughs> it's what everyone does. Uh, it's a nice round number. It's better, it than, was better than five. Milrow at six, Travis at five. Uh, four was Marvin Harrison Jr., three was Bo Nix, two was Michael Penix, and number one, obviously, was Jane Daniels, like I said. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they got it right, but there's one thing you wanted to bring up that I thought was a really good point, so take Again, it Again, I still think, okay, so I will echo you a little bit and say I also would have, if I had a vote, which, you know, I, I plan on having one next year. Um, if I had a vote, I would have put Jane Daniels one. Yeah, uh, because I do think he was the best player in college football. But I don't understand why everybody is so quick to dismiss Michael Penix. Like, mm. he does, usually the Heisman go, there's there's a little bit of story that goes along with it. He took an undefeated Washington, beat Oregon twice. I don't understand why people aren't defending him as, not quite as staunchly as Florida State missing the playoff. But we, we here we have, we have a team that went undefeated with a quarterback that led the way the entire season, had Heisman hype. Coming into the season, had Heisman hype the entire year, and we voted SEC three lost quarterback over him due to stats. When I don't know, is it the best player or is it the most deserving player? Honestly, I mean there is there is a conversation to be had there that if you don't lose a game at quarterback and you make the playoff and you're a power five team and it's the team's last year in the Pac twelve and there's a storyline that goes along with all of that, why does he not get more attention? More I don't know, uh, hype, more support. Sure. It, it's just, it was it was a landslide, essentially. I wouldn't call it a landslide victory, but there wasn't, going in, I, I didn't hear anybody talking about Penix. He actually ended up finishing closer than I thought that he would. Yeah. But, I'm sorry, there is an argument to be made that Michael Penix Jr. was the most deserving Heisman candidate out of everybody there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think, like I said, I, I think they made the right call. Um, but I think there was a lot less... And again, I th- a part of me think it was uh, sort of college football like news cycle fatigue, mm-hmm. right? That had been the all-encompassing sports news for the last week. I think everybody was just a little bit weary of it. Um, I also think it kind of goes back to what the Heisman always runs into, which is, um, that was awful, <laughs> which is that uh, a lot of guys are just, I'm going for this, by the way. Um, do what you got to do. A lot of voters... A, they vote before the final week of the season, which is the dumbest thing I've ever yes, heard. Yes, and, and they continue to do it every single year. And B, they don't really stay up to watch the West Coast games. And even when the West Coast games are on at a normal time, they don't watch them, right? So, I mean, that's kind of the root of it. Yeah. The Pac-12 constantly gets shafted for the Heisman unless it's like a Marcus Mariota, right, where it is a head and shoulders, he was better than XYZ, right? Um, so that's, that's really what it boils down to. Uh, but I just, I thought you brought up a really good point with that. Um, Aiden Daniels plays at Bama. Do you think he's the Heisman winner this year? Uh, and Bama has three losses? Yeah. No. Exactly. No. My, that's my exact thought. If, no. if he plays at but, Bama and Bama loses to Ole Miss, yep. LSU, yep. and uh, I'm forgetting the other, uh, and, and Florida State. I don't know that he wins the Heisman. I, there's, and again, we all know that there's a real Bama fatigue, and there's even more Bama fatigue right now due to what happened with the playoff. I just... Ooh. I should have just kept taking it outside. I don't understand why uh, Jane Daniels has to get at least a little SEC fatigue treatment in that, in that sense. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, I, I think completely just understand like LSU that. more. And again, we're not saying that Jane Daniels didn't deserve it or that the, the uh, voters didn't get it right. We think they did. It's just that conversation, that discourse really wasn't there. Um, 
So that's that. All right. Again, it's going to be a short pod. We're pretty much at halftime here. Pretty much whatever I have happened. At the end of this game, we're probably pretty much done with the um, stream. I'm going to run through a bunch of bowls, but we're not going to talk about them. In years past, we've like broke down nearly every bowl. But here's the... Give a quick prediction, or do we want just want to talk about them? I mean, I can say how I feel on a lot of them. Uh, no, I, I can't I, tell you how I feel going into Georgia, Southern Ohio, I'll be right. honest. But. I, no, I, I think we should go over a few. Um, but here's what I'll say about bowls as a whole. Yeah. And you and I kind of had this conversation. I don't really... I don't dislike bowl games. I love college football in any capacity, and I'll always turn it on. I'll always watch it. But at the same time, it's just it's lost a lot of its sort of luster yeah. here and there. Um, I would love to see that come back. I don't think that's going to happen gonna with a 12-team playoff. It's going to yeah. get much, much worse. I, just, I, I used to get a lot more excited about bowl season as a kid, um, partly because I just thought the word bowl was cool and the idea of bowls were cool. But it also just it, it did mean a little bit more back in the day prior to the 14 playoff. Um, oh, you got them. Uh-oh. Shouldn't have got him. Yes, I did. Oh. Um, great catch by Kobe Prentice. If you're listening on the podcast, you should watch us on Twitch, twitch.com slash Pat's Interference. Or go back and watch it on YouTube if you want to see the gameplay in action. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of bulls that are going to be really good games. I just encourage you to watch as many as you can during the holidays. It's a great way to spend time with your family. If it's the awkward, uh-oh, it's, if it's the awkward, you know, sort of lull in conversation, maybe mm-hmm. politics were brought up a little bit too often. <laughs> Uh, maybe, you know, someone just got in a real nasty fight and stormed out of the house. Why don't you toss on New Mexico State, Fresno State? You know? Why not? So, just watch a bunch of bowls. Uh, watch as many as you can, because college football is fleeting, man. The season's almost done. That's the part that gets sad. It's hard to believe that we're at the end here. Um, so, how about this? How about you read a bowl, read the two teams. If I have anything to say about the game, or either of the teams, I'll chime in, but other than that... Yeah, and I'm going to use a little, uh... Again, I'm not going to be bringing up too much Miami, Ohio, App State, although App State is, is local for us, so you could say you're leaning App State. Shout I am. out. Yeah, shout um, out. No, you've got, the, uh, you've got the LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. We have to bring that one up uh, due to a few of our fans. But the LA Bowl hosted by Gronk gives us UCLA against Boise State. Uh, do you have a just say a team? Do you lean one way there? Uh, I'll, I'll probably take, uh, what's the line on that one? UCLA minus four. Uh, I was going to say, I'll probably take UCLA. I would probably take them by about a touchdown. Um, Boise State, those are two teams that started kind of hot, but at the same time, they just sort of both pittered yeah. out. Um, so really, I, I don't really have I don't much more to say on that one. UCLA starting at quarterback uh, because Dante Moore's gone. I don't know who they were starting when he wasn't playing. But uh, I'm with you there. I'm going to go UCLA. Uh, let's go another couple good ones. And then we also, another thing we did on our sheet is we both picked out three that we do kind of want to talk about just yeah. a little bit. Not yes. Break down a ton, but... Uh, um, let's see. You've got Troy versus Duke. I thought this was an in- one was interesting because Troy is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite against Duke. Uh, without Riley Leonard, I don't really blame people for thinking that. Um, you know, Duke was a team at the beginning of the season that was so awesome Top to talk 15-ish. about and watch. And, for a while. You know, we were at that game. Obviously, that was a great memory for us this season. I went to another great uh, Duke game against Notre Dame. Riley Leonard got hurt, and they never really bounced back. Um Troy, on the other hand, has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Troy has been absolutely awesome. Um, they, they, they just lost their coach to Tulane. Yes, they did. Um, there's been a lot of coaching shakeup. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but, oh, you're joking. Turrentine. You're joking. Uh-oh. Hey! All right. Nah, Bond's got him. Threw a bad pick. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so that's that's what I'll say about that. I, I, I think Troy's probably going to win that game. I don't really know how I feel about Duke's hire. 
Manny Diaz, yeah, we'll get into um, that for sure. I want to talk about him a little bit. We'll talk about that, but yeah. Uh, now, I'm interested to see how many fans, this is all I'm going to really tune into when it comes to this game. I want to see how many fans Troy can get to Birmingham, because that should be a home game for them. They don't get to see them play in, in Birmingham that often, so that's pretty exciting for that program. I wish their coach would have been there. But uh, did you see what he said? I'm going to interrupt. Did you see what he said today at his introductory to, uh, press conference at Tulane? Uh-uh. We're going to make the 12-team playoff, and we're going to win it. I would love to see it happen. I wouldn't because that would mean something horrible happen for Alabama, but um, it'd be interesting. It'd be awesome. I would like to see Tulane win it if Bama doesn't. Yeah. I mean, uh, you had uh, Kurt Sinetti from um, JMU say something similar the other day. He wants to bring Indiana a national title. I would also love to see that. that I always liked wild. Indiana as a, as a little football yeah. program. No, it's cool. It's a cool spot. Uh, okay, JMU and Air Force, speaking of Kurt Sinetti, uh, in the Armed Forces Bowl. Air Force, another one of those teams that really started out hot uh, mm-hmm. and then kind of pitted out. JMU obviously had their historic season, hosted game day, lost a heartbreaker against App State, but other than that, never faltered throughout the season. Um, I'm going to take JMU in that one, but I, I won't be surprised if they're a little deflated and end up losing. Also, if you play a military school in the Armed Forces Bowl, tough. It's tough. Um, uh, I'm also going JMU, but I have them cut. It's a two and a half point line. I actually have JMU covering pretty handily. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I just think it's been a special season for them. And I think when teams like this get to the end, the bowl game is more than just the bowl game for them. Sure. They want to cap off this season with as much good feeling as they had pretty much the whole way through. I mean, oh, oh, oh my oh, gosh, Isaiah. That's my highlight of the season. <laughs> Oh, my word. Uh, okay. Uh, and then we've got, let's see, what are the other games? I'll take over here. There's, you can... there's a couple that I wanted to talk about here. Utah and Northwestern. What bowl is that? Uh, that is the Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, Utah, big time. I, I like Utah, but I think it, it, there needs to be something said about the season that Northwestern has had. That is a nuts turnaround from how the season started for I them. was shocked to see that they made a bowl. Uh, they had seven wins this yeah. year? They had a seven-win season. No, I just kind of fell off because I don't like everything that went down there earlier this well, year. I didn't right. like the coach they fired. And I just kind of stopped caring oh. about Northwestern as a whole. If you've listened to Pat's Interference long enough, you know that this podcast is huge uh, Pat Fitzgerald haters. Yes. Huge. Have been for before all that, too. I mean, we just yes. didn't like him when he was just a guy out there yeah. making bad sound bites. Before the Shrek claps. <laughs> before the Shrek claps? If you don't know, Google it. Just, the- <laughs> just Google his name and then Shrek claps. Uh, this is one of the ones you had circled, so you can talk about it a little bit if you want. The yeah. Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yeah, UNC, dude, that's going to be Virginia. an awesome game. That's with the be Mountaineers is a five and a half point favorite. That's the Drake May factor here. What, yes. what, how do you how do you feel? We're going to learn a lot about what college football is going to look like for the next few years. I think with this, um, mm-hmm. gosh, he runs so fast. Um, eh. Mainly because, uh, like you said, Drake May is uh, sitting out of this bowl game. Uh, foregoing it to enter the draft. West Virginia is a team that um, I think before that news came out was probably quite a big underdog. Right. Now that news has come out and it's changed. Tez Walker is still a great receiver, um, but I just don't really think UNC has the horses in the stable. And I think we're going to start seeing this a lot where a team had one type of season most of the way through, but because guys sitting out and things happening, all yeah. of a sudden the, the bowl game, A, isn't that significant, and B, they're probably going to get killed right? at some point. I hope I'm wrong, because go Heels. Go Heels, absolutely. Uh, and they, here's the thing. They won't even be starting, because Max Johnson's their QB of the future for next year. They've already gotten a commitment from him from the portal, I'm assuming, uh, to be the starter. 
So I don't know who plays at quarterback in this game, but he's got a good opportunity to kind of stave off Max Johnson. I can see him coming out. Try I, Again, I don't know what name to use here. Yeah. It's a, it's a strange, strange feeling to think, all right, well, the quarterback that just, you know, is probably going to go number two in the draft is leaving, and the guy that's starting next year isn't there, even though we know his name, and he's been a part of college football for such a long time. Right. Odd right. times. It's, it's a strange time, that's for sure. Um, no flag on that, really. Okay. Uh, Louisville is a seven and a half point favorite over USC. I assume this is a Caleb Williamless USC. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take Louisville. I won't take them covering. I, I, I am going to have trouble. I know that it's seven and a half, and that's such a big line, but I have trouble thinking anything positive about Louisville from the last time I saw them play on a football field. I, I mean, USC hasn't been great. They haven't been great. You're right. Um, I just think USC has the better athletes. I think seven and a half is such a bad line for this game in my head. From what I understand these two teams to be, I know that USC can't play defense, but they can play offense. And I think the other way around is that Louisville can play a little defense, but they're offensively they haven't. I mean, they were all atrocious. Stagnant. In the conference. And yeah. the thing is, they actually haven't been a bad offense all year. They've uh, been a pretty good offense this year, but I think they just got broken against Florida State. I'm going to go. This is the first time I'm going to pick the underdog. I'm going to go USC. Okay. All right. I'm going to go uh, my next one that I liked. And again, we're going to talk about New Year's Six Bowls. Prior to the, yeah, we're not going New Year's Six. We're not going New Year's Six right now. But you're correct. Um, I will take uh, A&M and Oklahoma State in the uh, Tax Act Texas Bowl. I think that's going to be a really fun bowl. Um, Mainly because I think A&M's probably going to be pretty pissed off. Uh, with, again, how their season went. I could see them coming out and absolutely laying waste to an Oklahoma State team that, uh, let's be honest, didn't really put up much of a fight against Texas. No, the, the, the feelings in College Station are actually they're pretty high. I think, that, I think that there's a lot of optimism in that program. I think that that's going to come through in the bowl game. I don't think Oklahoma State has anywhere near that same amount of no. optimism. Uh, through. In the chat, we've got uh, Forrest chiming in. Thanks for watching. Is Elko already at A&M? He is. Uh, they usually don't coach in the bowl games when no, they do that. They no. usually have like the interim. Or they'll do what Dilfer did last year and just get a free trip to the Bahamas. <laughs> That's true. He didn't get to go to the Bahamas. Uh, and then Parker said USC isn't good, but I honestly think they murder Louisville. I could absolutely see that. Um, I, I think I think Louisville wins but doesn't cover again. I, I could see them winning by two or three. Oh, my gosh. I've never called that play before, and I'm uh, kind of in the let's call things I've never run before. Yeah. I mean, we're only up by 12, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think... Um, Gosh, man. Uh, A&M, that's such an interesting situation mm-hmm. because they have so many five stars, dude. <laughs> they have so many five stars. That's one of the main things I wanted to talk about is you have so many top caliber dudes on that team. A lot of them are transferring out, though. No Walter Nolan, no LT Overton, no... Earl. No Earl. Um. Yeah, no he's Earl. Gone. Evan Stewart, there's a good chance he'll be or in the Or Evan port- Stewart, that's okay. what I meant. Evan Stewart, my Evan bad. Stewart's technically not in the portal, but I think a lot of people expect him to do it before then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bama's obviously waiting for him to join the portal because people think that they'd be one of the favorites, but um, at the same time, I'm still probably... You, who did, did you put your pick? I'm still going A&M, but... Yeah, I'm going to go A&M. I think, I think Oklahoma State's just a dud. Yeah. Uh, they, they showed up for a couple games this year, and then they kind of squeaked by a bunch of games, and that's why they made it the Big 12 championship. I just don't see them beating that deep of an A&M team. Uh, the next one that I had uh, was NC State-Kansas State in the Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tarts Bowl. Bowl. That's a, yeah, we Mainly have because of the, 
the amount of fanfare that's gone on around the Pop-Tarts Bowl already. Deservedly so. Uh, it's going to be delicious. Mm -hmm. It's going to be flavorful. Yeah, it's going to be juicy. Uh, what flavor do you... Okay, so the big thing is that uh, the, it'll have the, the country's first ever edible mascot. The Pop-Tart mascot yep. will be able to be eaten by the winning team. What flavor do you think they go... Let's all right. These are this is two questions because yeah. now now we're getting into a different discussion. But the more important what is your yes. what is your favorite <laughs> pop tart? <sighs> okay. Like no, not. It is. Hey man, do I you, have an I have an answer. Do you want a pop tart? And I just pull it out of the box and hand it to you, and you're like, oh, thank God, it's raspberry. Wow. The raspberry pop tarts wow. are absolute fire, and I thought that it was wild bear. I hadn't had wild bear in a long time, and I made wild berry ice cream pop, pop tart ice cream oh, not wild that long ago, rules. and then I had a couple wild berries. Wild berry rules, man. It is good, but I ate it and went, shit, this ain't better than raspberry to me. I love the raspberry pop tart. Okay. It is the apex for me. Okay. How about yourself? Just a good old fashioned brown sugar cinnamon. I know it's so boring. That's my number two. God, I love that That's pop my number two. God, it's such a good part. But a close number two for me is wild berry. And it just depends. Because everybody knows, I'm pausing the game to talk please, about this. Please, Everybody knows of the, the purple with the blue stripe. Mm -hmm. No one, no one talks about the other wild berry, <laughs> where it's the blue with the purple stripe. Oh, those are incredible. Yeah, dude. I haven't seen those in a oh while. Oh my gosh. You know, I used to have a Pop-Tart drawer in Durham. Like, I had a Pop-Tart drawer while in, I lived I like there. how you specified in Durham. Well, it's just like since I've lived, like within the last two years, I had, I went to Sam's. I, my Sam's membership was about to run out, so I bought a ton, a shit ton of Pop-Tarts. Because, yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta get as much bulk as uh, I can. Chat, weigh in, best Pop-Tart. Uh, Parker weighs in and says uh, brown sugar cinnamon. Uh, yeah. It's, when, especially when they, when you, because they have this buttery taste that I can sometimes detect. That brown sugar cinnamon, they got this I, buttery I, I have like, to, feeling to them. I have to text Jade right now and tell her to pick up a box on the way home. I gotta make you some. That was the second. Dude, no, you don't understand. Or the second ice cream. I you made. don't understand what that ice cream did to this household. Oh, did I make you the? That's the yes. one I made you. That's right. Yes. Okay. And then I our freezer I'm... broke and it spoiled and I wanted to die. I'll make you wild berry next. That's then. all I want for Christmas from you. I'll make That's you it. wild berry. That's well, I've it. already bought you gifts, but I'll make you an well, ice I cream. I bought you a gift too. <laughs> if you buy me the ingredients, I'll okay. make you the ice cream. The game itself. Uh, North Carolina State had the season, I'm going to say something uh, bold and controversial. Sure. North Carolina State had the season that North Carolina wanted. I thought North Carolina wanted to win the ACC and go to the playoff with their uh, number two overall I just, I just meant to be happy about football. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah, they had the uh, they had the um, the the Butkus winner. They had the best defensive player in college football. Didn't know that till last weekend. Yep. Thank you all the NC State fans that I know that just don't talk ball for whatever reason. Yikes. It's true. Call them out. I mean... I know Cam does, but yeah. like that's the only NC State fan that I can like, reasonably say. I know oh, a few. He's the only one that seems to care. This. I've heard more about Mason Garcia this year than I have whoever played uh, quarterback at NC State. And that was uh, the Kentucky guy, right? Uh, no, it was. You've got that backwards. NC okay. State's old Leary quarterback. Played a, yeah. Yes. I don't know who was the quarterback at NC State. It was Brennan Armstrong, and then they put in uh, MJ, backup dude, who was fine on the whole. Um, Finish your thought, though. NC State, Kansas State. I know Kansas State's favored by three. How do you feel? I like NC State in this one. I think I think it's it's. Uh, I think that style of play and that matchup works out a little bit better for them. Um, I know that they've got Kansas State. Absolutely has a quarterback that can sling the ball. As my dogs come in from getting groomed. Hello, dogs. Hello, hello. Hello, Jade. Welcome back. Um, so yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by a freshly groomed Bosco. Oh my goodness, so pretty. Look at this. <laughs> 
Come to Bosco's cool. Restaurant Bar and Grill, open for five minutes tomorrow, maybe. This Skylar cannot handle the fact that we showed Bosco. No, it's small dog hours. And Bosco's mad that I put her over there, so she's going to come back over here. Um, I think NC State was born to win the Pop-Tart Bowl. That's the reason a program like NC State exists. I mean, if you yeah. can't win the Pop-Tart yeah, Bowl, man. then what are you even doing? Yeah, man. Are you, are you sad that the Cheez-It Bowl is gone? Uh, like, are, got, we, are we morose about the Cheez-It Bowl, or did the Cheez-It Bowl walk so, so the Pop-Tart Pop Bowl could yes. run? That's what it's kind of, if we didn't have the Pop-Tart Bowl to replace it, then I would be really upset. But yeah. um, I never really cared for the Cheez-It mascot. I think they could have done a better job both with the guy that did it, and I think they could have done a better job with the way the mascot looked. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I agree with you. That's such a deep cut. And if you don't understand, just text us and we'll tell you. Um, okay, so yeah, that's that's kind of our bowl wrap right now. Are there any others you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah, I had a couple uh, that I, I want to talk about. The Cotton Bowl for sure. That's Missouri. Okay, that's New Year's Six. Ohio. No, it isn't. Nope, you're right. Number 29. You're right. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I just automatically think Cotton yeah. Bowl, you know yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. uh, no Ohio, it's weird that Ohio State's not in a New Year's Six Bowl as well, but... Um, no, Missouri is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against Ohio State is a wild line to me. I know why they are, because McCord's gone. We don't know who's playing quarterback. Probably Marvin Harrison Jr. won't be playing in the game. He hasn't said anything, but I have right. to imagine he sits that one out. A lot of people think he's coming back to senior year. That's what I'm saying, unless he decides to come back. Because there's apparently a huge NIL fund, and this is all rumors, to bring him back to have him play next year. Wow. That hit more than he'll make on like a rookie deal. If he plays in that game, I think Ohio State crushes. But I don't think I think Missouri might have everybody play. I don't see anybody from Missouri no, sitting out the chance to beat Ohio State. I don't either. Um, wow, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a good game. I'll take Missouri. Um, oh, do I want to do that? Do you? No, I'm gonna take Ohio State. That's gonna be my upset. I'll take Ohio State. So the quarterback I think, will be Devin Brown, right? Yes. I think so. Who couldn't beat out McCord. That could get ugly unless... Unless they pound... Okay. Uh, unless they pound the rock with Travion Henderson. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just... No, I'm not saying... I mean, it's a two-and-a-half point line for a reason. I mean, everybody there, Ohio State, would probably beat them. Um, yeah. I think Missouri's up for this one. Okay. I think they're up. Okay. I'm going to pick them. All right. Cool. And then Peach Bowl. Can you start us off Peach Bowl so I can look down? Ole Miss, Penn State, baby. Penn State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. Um, I really... Oh, no. I really like... Uh, I really like Ole Miss in this one. Because I, I think their momentum is there. I think that Kiffin really wants to say he's had an 11-win season. Or 10-win season, mm -hmm. excuse me. Um, and I think that's a coach that can have his guys sort of get up for a game like this. Um, so I'll, I'll take Ole Miss. And I, I just think Penn State, gosh, James Franklin's just not it at all. Yeah. I, I think, I think Lane Kiffin is going to coach his ass off in this game. I do too. Lane Kiffin is the portal king, and I think he's trying to impress everybody in the portal with beating, with winning this game. He's, you've got him. Oh, yeah, you've got him. Night, night, when Tennessee. You play, when you play Tennessee, you don't kneel. You don't lose. You don't, you don't lose. You don't kneel. No. That's it for that game. You don't um, want us to dance. Don't let us in the end zone. <laughs> uh, okay. Any other bowls? Georgia, Florida State? Uh, that's a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Uh, no, th I think... Are these one... No, that isn't... 
Uh, that is a New Year's Six Bowl. You are correct. Um, I guess technically the Peach Bowl was too. Um, Liberty, Oregon with an 18 and a half point spread. Oregon is the favorites. Have I ever seen a spread that big in a That's bowl That's definitely a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, I just brought it up though. Uh, no, I think Oregon's going to win in a landslide. I think it's going to get way uglier than that. I may go deposit money into my total legal back, uh, bookie look service. Look at you. Yeah, look at you. Um, You're a big sports better. Yep, and uh, and uh, I might I might donate a chunk of change to the Oregon Fund. You never doubt them is the thing. <laughs> you you can't do that. Thirty-eight seventeen over ranked Notre Dame. Sorry if you're listening on the pod. I just in our in our imaginary game Arizona State upset Notre Dame, and I was just very excited. Very exciting. Uh, Jade, you got anything college football wise? Uh, yes. The uh, actually, it was a pretty good conversion one. rate of uh, Jimbo to Shohei Otani is uh, Shohei Otani not making as much money as Jimbo this year. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but I was thinking his annual salary before that came out was supposed to be the same same as a Jimbo yep. buyout, seventy a year. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's that. Uh, hey, it was a shorter pod. We got to talk a little coaching. Oh, we do. You're we right. We have to talk Thank a little you. coaching. Oh gosh, um, I, I want to start with. We talked Elko last week, so you can go to last week's pod if you want to hear that. Now yep. Manny Diaz takes over Duke, which is our backyard. How do you feel about Manny Diaz? Manny Diaz, I feel like, always got a bad rap yeah. because he got put in a really rough spot. I think it was a very tumultuous time for Miami football. I think he's kind of a Miami guy. Yeah. I could see it going really well for him. Not really well. Yeah. Really well for Duke. Duke was, in my head, Duke was very clearly wanting to get a guy that's not going to leave immediately when he has success. Yeah. Uh, which I was, what else? But that's, as, as a team like Duke, that is kind of what you want. Yes. At the same time, because that means you're doing something right if other people want your coach. I think they were looking for sort of what Nick Saban did with his defensive coordinator position, where he got a guy that nobody's going to hire away as a head coach. Nobody's going to hire Kevin Steele away as a head coach because he's failed, he's old, he's not going to take over at a new program. Diaz isn't going to leave immediately. Funny enough, he apparently is our defensive coordinator right now. <laughs> <laughs> in, this, in, this, in this sim, I'm going to pull it up. Uh, yeah, apparently Manny Diaz, the man we're talking about right now, is uh, coaching under Nick Saban along with us, Quincy Radar. Quincy so Radar. I take that back. Manny Diaz is going to be a rousing success. In yeah, Duke. huge. Uh, yeah, no, that's big. And then we, we talked a little bit about uh, Signetti. Yeah, going to... Um, the Indiana. Indiana. Um, saying he wants to win a playoff there. Yep. Then you've got, and I'm forgetting his name, the Troy guy. Yep. So we're doing great with this coaching discussion. Such a good discussion. Really, really good discussion. Is that it, though? Is there really much more that's been going on on in the carousel? Are we still waiting for a lot of the shoes to drop? I think there's a lot of dominoes that are going to fall within the coming weeks. Um, You know, Tulane, obviously, uh, having their coach, having Willie Fritz leave Mm -hmm. is big. Um, Where did Fritz go? I actually don't remember. Everything's everything's um, uh, transfer portal, and I'm missing most of the coaching news. I'm upset that I don't actually remember where he's going. Yeah, well, you got this. Houston. That's a good job Houston. for him. That's yep. good. That's good. Houston's a good school to coach. Uh, right he there. can he can coach him up there too. Yeah, you, you can you can win games at Houston. Are you ready for Alabama future offensive analyst Dana Holgerson? I'd take it. I'd take <laughs> that on. I'd take him. 
the the BAC of that coaching staff would skyrocket. Pay him, pay him eighty thousand to just go get Nick Saban coffee and talk to our offensive players on the sidelines so they're not bored. How far do you how 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 long do you think this podcast was? Thirty five. Thirty five on the nose, sir. I am. Look at you, dumb. dude. Did you used to work in local news? It's this this. Which is actually funny because my sense of timing is either spot on or completely terrible. Or just awful. It's either I have no idea what time yeah. it is yep. or I know exactly what time it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think so. Forrest, Parker, thanks for watching. Thank you, Tim. Um, thanks to anybody else who watched, all 9,607 of you. And uh, hey, if you listen on the pod, we appreciate you. And we will talk to you. Uh, we're going to take a break, obviously, for the holidays. We will be back. Um, we'll be back uh, before the New Year's Six Bowls. We'll talk about those a little bit more in depth and then talk about the playoff. Look for us either the 27th or 28th. Around there. Around that time. In that, in that range. That's when we'll be back. We're going to take a little break. Around we there. work very hard for this pod and it takes a lot out of us. It does. So we need a little, it does. We're going to go on a little vacation. We need to go see our families because we haven't in a that long is time. Exact. I actually have not seen my family all year. I've yeah, I know. I know. Years. All right. Love you guys. Night-night. Merry Christmas.